Hey now, this is Joe Antonio on the Joe Antonio Show. Welcome to the Joe Antonio Show. Our content is not intended as legal, medical, or financial advice. We are not attorneys, nor do we play them on TV. Void where prohibited. Batteries not included. No purchase necessary to win. We are not responsible for personal items left in car. Dealer participation may affect actual cost. Any resemblance to any person living or deceased is coincidental. Actual price may vary. See dealer for details. Shake well before use. Keep frozen until ready to serve. Contents under pressure. Caution may be hot. Has been known to cause birth defects in laboratory animals. Use only as directed. Not to be taken internally. Not to be taken literally. Should not be used by pregnant women or nursing mothers. Avoid direct contact with eyes and skin. If rash develops, discontinue use. Keep hands and arms and legs inside the cage at all times. Do not attempt this at home. No clients were harmed in the making of this podcast. Member FDIC. Hey now. There is 
Great way to kick off a uh, Monday show, guys. Look at this. We've um, we've hit October, boys. It's crazy. I don't like it. It's officially spooky season there, Boogie Nights. I know you don't. Ooh. <laughs> Boogie's like, go to bed. I was just scared. Yeah. I was just scared. Let me ask you something, Boogie. When um, when trick or treating comes around, like you know Halloween, are you one of those guys? Do you do you turn your lights off outside, or do you keep the lights on? Do you you know do you dress up? You're gonna dress up Gary this year. Yeah, I'm going to get run out. No, I shut the fucking lights off and jerk off just like any other day. <laughs> That's what you do. You <laughs> shut the lights off. You know, listen, I'm jerking off. Leave me alone. Yeah. I, see, I, would, know why? I, would, <laughs> I would have thought you would have been into that shit. No, I, I, you know, back in the day, I was. Gary! I would always go to costume parties. I would go. I would participate in the work dress up shit. And it's just, you know, I'm 41. It's, yeah. you know. <laughs> a little too old. Yeah, I'll still go to the parties, have enjoy myself, but I'm not gonna dress up like a lumberjack because I do that every day. So yeah. fuck. If you're over the age of like 35 and you're still dressing up for Halloween, it's almost like people on the street are looking at you and thinking you're like autistic or something. There's something wrong with you. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Is he all right? How the fuck is he dressed up? It's 35 right, years it, old. You know, <laughs> it's another amateur night. It know? is, yeah. And it's one night it of the really year, is. and it, why do we have so much of this lead up to one fucking day where it doesn't even start until at night, and it's only like three, four hours, and then it gets nowadays like you know we, we used to go trick or treating, we'd go fucking till you know ten, eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, people, people would be annoyed, right? Like, <laughs> well, fuck, me, bitch, and I'll leave. Come on, yeah. <laughs> I remember these like now these kids now, dude. They they their parents bring them out at like. Like four thirty in the afternoon, it's oh. still light out. It's like the whole fucking magic of going trick or treating was it's dark out and you get your costume on. Yeah, it's spooky, scary, supposed right. to be. I mean, these kids are walking around with like lunch boxes and so why is he walking around with a lunch box? Oh well, it's uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, yeah, we're bringing them trick or treating. Hey, hold on, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you're so not supposed Timmy's to go. Gonna, just, uh, yeah, and on the top of that, you're not allowed to take fucking candy apples that aren't wrapped anymore. Shit like that. Oh yeah, there was a um, there was an old lady that lived down the street from when I where I grew up, and somebody said that she lived in this old big fucking white mansion, loaded. This old lady, and somebody said that she used to give out apples, and they she would put razor blades in them. Oh, well. <laughs> but, but razor, what what was the whole thing with that? Putting razor blades in apples. I mean, what what enjoyment does some sicko get from that? <laughs> Better watch out, you might find a Britney Spears in your Snickers. Cool. <laughs> 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 fucking crazy. Uh, I don't get it. What's up, BP? How you doing tonight, man? 
What's up, everyone? I have, dressed, I have not dressed up since the age of 15 is the last time I dressed up for Halloween. Oh, so you're a real man. Yeah. You're not some yeah, dope, dopey fuck. Hey, hey. Grow the fuck up. Seriously. <laughs> hey. I well, tell you, I used to do all that shit. Well, you know, well, I listen, we've, I've gone to Halloween parties and stuff, but I was never one of those fucking dopey people that would go there with a costume on. I would just show up as myself. And I used to hate that. Kind of, what are you supposed to be? None of your fucking business. Leave me alone. Get the fuck Annoyed. Away. That's what I am. <laughs> fuck off. I'm supposed to be a be- I'm supposed to be a pissed off asshole. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Keep I'm asking me around. questions. You'll see it. Right. I'm walking around with my resting dick face. Will you just leave me alone, asshole? All right. Leave no, me to I can my- be honest. The last time I dressed up, I was a zombie when I was 24. No, it's not that um, bad. You probably was, a Halloween you, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was did a Halloween. Yeah. I, did you dress up? Did you dress up as a zombie or was that after drinking? <laughs> no, I, I dressed up as a zombie before the drinking. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he dressed up as Boogie Nights and all of a sudden he turned into a zombie halfway through the night. Like, Whoa, how do you do that? <laughs> He's like a werewolf, but a zombie. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> a werewolf. I, the whole thing with the people that show up to work dressed up on the, you know, even on, um, what was it, St. Patrick's Day, you got everyone that comes to work and you get the douchebags that wear the green tie and, you know. Yeah, and then you always got that asshole that walks up to you and is like, oh, you're not wearing green. I'm going to pinch you. Guess what? You're going to be wearing a black eye. You know? <laughs> Match that green shirt you got on. Yeah. And the, what is it? The other one, the when they, you know, they have like the, the uh, ugly sweater parties uh, now yeah, you know, oh, my, oh my god it's like come on why why are people so well, I mean, and it's just even like halloween you know why it's a pedophile's favorite day of the year right oh, really why yeah because the children come to them <laughs> Jesus Christ. This, is a, candy uh, show, Billy. Sure. This, is, this is a preview to uh the five jokes of the week <laughs> If so, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> oh, it's it's right down the alley. It's Yay! it's all about family tonight. Yeah, it's all about family. <laughs> I um, nobody fucks my sister but me. Just let you. Know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man. Well, hopefully everybody had a great weekend, guys. Make sure to check out all the shows from this past weekend. Head over to the JoeAntonioShow.com. You guys can check out this past weekend shows as well as all the archive stuff that we have on there, guys. We did a little bit of a redesign. Little flip of the script there on uh, over the weekend, so guys, make sure to go check it out. And uh, again, very easy to access. And you guys, listen, go to the website. You can go anywhere else. You, you find us everywhere. We're on every streaming platform. Boogie knows this. BP, yeah, knows this. come check us out on Spotify, Pandora. I mean, iHeartRadio, Samsung TV, fucking your sister's ass. Yeah, your sister it. Pony Express. Yeah, you can find yeah. us anywhere. Yeah, just you know. And again, the Joe Antonio uh, show. What, what is the one that I can never pronounce correctly? Script, script, sketch, sketcher, sketcher. Oh, Stitcher, Stitcher, Sketchers, Sketchers. Yeah. Hey, love sketch. And soon to be on Sirius XM. Yeah, and soon Sirius XM. Yeah, I'm hoping at least what I was hearing is, guys, by December they're going to start loading up that platform over there. So we're going to be. We're kind of like first in line to get on there, which is nice. And uh, we also got the uh, YouTube music coming along. So Yeah. You know, so guys, if you guys listen to us on Google Podcasts, I think as of the beginning of this year, um, it's going to be YouTube music now. It's going to be taken over. So it'll be interesting to kind of see. Elgato. 
What up, Elgato? Elgato's here. I haven't talked to Elgato in a uh, that's in a long one, time. One thing I wanted to ask you about, Joe, is you and I had talked about going on the YouTube platform before, and there's all these ifs, ands, and buts, and knobs and whistles that need blown and twisted. And but now that we're just kind of being taken over, I guess not taken, but you know, it's, it's, are we yeah. grandfathered in? It won't change anything. I mean, yeah, okay. when you're on when you're on YouTube, the problem is is YouTube and Apple have like two different licenses that you have to basically if you want to pu start publishing shit on there like heavy and it's playing music, you have to have a second license besides an ace cap, which is fucking stupid. It should cover you through anything, but all these streaming companies, they have their own legal mumbo jumbo bullshit. So and, and again, if you have to pay for a separate license when you're already paying fucking what nine hundred to a thousand dollars a year for a for a fucking license, it's, it's kind of dumb to play music. So I mean, so does that mean we're just grandfathered in since we already? I yeah, I haven't seen anything different. So I mean, listen, we've All been right. on Google Podcast for I don't know three years. And everything's been a okay over there. I like their platform. Who knows? Right, but it's not good. All these what I'm trying to get at is yeah. Well, they're the same company, Google and YouTube, all the same. It doesn't really matter. Okay. So, all right. Oh, cool. fuck them. I mean, don't fuck them. I'm not saying anything bad. But cool. I'll fuck them. Right over the table. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, listen, a lot of good stuff on the horizon, especially towards the end of the year. We'll see what happens. Um, let me see here. What the fuck did I want to. Um, oh, what the hell was this here? <laughs> did, yeah, I think Boogie sent this to me. Oh, no, no. These were. Yeah, I wanted to play. I haven't played these in a while. The. Um, where the hell is this? I, I don't know if you sent this to me, Boogie, but I found this in the email. It was some guy that was on a Zoom call, uh, and he ends up, it's he's at a court hearing. He ends up showing, this is like during COVID, and he he forgot to change his username when he entered the court Zoom meeting, and his name was Buttfucker3000. Did you no, send this to me? Or that was not me. That had to be BP or Aaron. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, um, if it's not you or Aaron, it's definitely, you know. BP, yeah. Me, That's funny. Me... It's funny you say that. Before you played, I just went, I should have sent this one over to you had I known you were going to play this because I, I just watched a clip about a guy. He was in court and he was presumably in court due to stealing a Dolphins jersey from a store. <laughs> he wore the fucking jersey to his court appearance. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Really? Are you fucking yeah. me? Wow. I didn't steal it, I swear. What the hell is that? It's the only shirt he owns, probably. Yeah. <laughs> he was just looking for something to wear every day. <laughs> All right. That's there great. Oh, my God. Talk about dumb criminals. Yeah, here we go. This is funny. This guy shows up. He forgets to uh, maybe, you know, his <laughs> buttfucker 3000 was like his alias for his gaming stream. But he forgot to change the name when he goes into his court hearing. Listen to the judge's response on this. Then we'll bring this fool in. Good morning, sir. What's your name? Me? Yeah, you. Yes. Nathaniel Saxon, sir. Your name's not Buttfucker3000, you <laughs> yo-ho. Logging into my court with that as your screen name. Why would that? that in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> what kind of idiot logs into court like that? What's your name again? Sounds like Keith Nathaniel Saxon, sir, but I don't believe that I typed anything like that in. 
Well, that's what it says. Yeah, you should. I'll put you in the waiting room. You can sit in limbo <laughs> for a while and think about what you call yourself online. <laughs> uh, Mr. Grossnickel. Buttfucker <laughs> 3000. Buttfucker 3000. What a great name. Oh, and he my calls Lord. him a yo-ho. What the hell is this guy? Look here, you <laughs> yo-ho. Yeah, yo-ho. I mean, what do you say? I'm going to make you sit in timeout. He's going to make you sit in Zoom timeout. So, like, you, you're going to sit there yeah. and they're going to you shut your camera off. You can just, you know, you can go rub one out and go grab a beer out of the fridge while you're at court. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, put me in timeout the whole time. Just keep me in here. It's just getting a little preview. It's getting a little preview of prison. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be dark, black, and yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I don't lord. like the first That's, cock. That is... sucks there. <laughs> that is good though. Butt fucker three thousand. I think I'm gonna change my my online handle on my Xbox to uh, butt fucker three thousand. It's great. Oh, that's taken, Joe. You got to be 3,001. Yeah, 3, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking great. Um, Let me see here. Yeah, you know, speaking of uh, <laughs> trials and all that shit, I was, I was watching today. Donald Trump was in for some civil lawsuit. Um, you know, they're trying to take away his buildings in New York, all of his real estate in New York. They're trying to make it so he can't practice business anymore in, in New York. It's, it's fucking insane, man. They're trying to get this guy on everything. And they're like, oh, he's not going to go to jail for this one, but he's going to probably lose like half of his estate. It's like, oh, okay. So the guy's, if he ends up being our president, he's going to be fucking broke. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be fucking, it's kind of like, ah, oh, damn, that movie, uh, Dirty Work. <laughs> Dirty Work? Oh, yeah. Up and he's, yeah, and fucking Shooter McGavin's like, whatever Shooter's real name is, he's, I want this man broke. Homeless and bald by the end yeah. of the day. That's what they're trying to do to him. Dirty work was the one with uh, with Artie Lang. Who else was in that? Yep, Artie Lang and uh, Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good movie. <laughs> Watched in a while. Yeah, so I don't know. They're they're you know they're saying Chris like Farley you know well, was in there too. Yeah, I don't even remember that. Anyway, he was um he was in court today. All this shit. I found a couple of these. I love these preschool apprentices. This, this kid that does this uh like a preschool version of Trump. These are fucking awesome. Here, take a listen. Welcome back to another edition of the Preschool Apprentice. Today, the teacher told us that tomorrow is, I'm so excited, show and tell. Show and tell. I'm so excited for show and tell because, quite frankly, I am going to show and tell better than a lot of people. You look at what people might show you and they say that's kind of lame. I think Sleepy Joe said he's bringing in a teddy bear. Who brings in a teddy bear? That's so lame. Loser. Jeb Bush said he's bringing in some kind of some kind of something, but it's going to be terrible because it's Jeb Bush, let's be honest. <laughs> but I will show you and I will tell you probably better than anybody's ever done it before. You look at the greats who have done show and tell, you look at the moms and the dads and the people all over that have done show and tell, and nobody has shown you something, and nobody has told you something better than I'll do it. And I will do it so great, we just have to pick out what we're going to show, and we don't know what that is, but it's good. He says, what if Joe Biden brought the fucking teddy bear? So lame. <laughs> yeah, so lame. <laughs> oh my God. The poor Jeb bastard. Bush, who knows what he's going to bring. Jeb Bush. Yeah. Jeb Bush. Oh my God. I can't believe he didn't like slow roll like da 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 da. Yeah, right. 
my God. It's, listen, I don't know, man. It's just every single day I'm looking at like who's true, you know, who knows if Donald Trump's even going to fucking become. And then you got those, all those fucking YOLOs on last week at the Republican debate screaming over each other. You couldn't even, it's just like, dude, I don't even want to vote for anybody. I mean, I think it's I'm like done voting. So many other programs on this valuable network. <laughs> I, I just yeah i'm fucking so over I'm, i think i'm gonna i'm not i don't think i'm gonna vote this year fuck this well if you don't vote then i don't want to hear you bitch about anything ever. <laughs> all right i'm serious, well, I'm serious. I, I know i know i know i know that's very un-american me of, of me to say but i'm just kind of over the whole fucking you go all good out there and vote why where i fucking vote doesn't matter anyway and even if our guy doesn't win they're Look, just gonna try and impeach him for four years so I live in Connecticut. A lot of these people here are all stuck in their ways. They ain't, they ain't budging. You know, there's there's out there's other states out there that can always like kind of flip around, mostly in the middle of the country. But you know, where I live, it's just it is what it is, and this is where it is. You don't vote that; it's not even worth it. But I, you know, I don't. My my dad tried to teach us about voting once as a kid, and uh, my sister and I, he let us vote on dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and so my sister and I voted for pizza, or I'm sorry, not pizza, tacos. Mm-hmm. And we went out and we're playing around. We come back in, there's pizza on the table. And I said, we voted for fucking tacos. He said, well, you don't live in a swing state. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good That's way. That's how he taught us about voting. <laughs> there you go. BP lives in probably one of the most switchy states too. I mean, you live in Pennsylvania. I mean, one minute it's blue, the next minute it's fucking red hot. It's you you know well you see what the hell our damn justice system is like we can't keep fucking criminals in the damn jail what the hell do you think <laughs> <laughs> right and when they when they do is crab walk the fuck out of there it takes two weeks to find yeah they, they crab walk over the wall or they just let them out oh you got a gun charge oh 20 minutes in jail let you out Wait, what <laughs> hold on a second i'm carrying an illegal gun though yeah it's all right well listen we're gonna take the gun but you, you know we'll see you in court in three months three months was this a traffic ticket <laughs> holy shit we have no, listen, we have no fucking justice anymore. I see it every single, I'm holding a fucking New York Post in my hand right now. And I'm they're, sure there's probably 10 stories in here about some domestic bullshit or something that happened in New York City. Somebody's getting shot, pushed on a train track. I, I mean, dude, who fucking wants to go to New York right now? Fucking be maniac. You'd have to be a maniac to go to New York right now. I'm sorry. Go anywhere. That's, fucking, ugh. God. Well, dude, New York's just one like- place I never want to go. New Where's York, that? New York. Yeah, never want to go. Never want to go to New York. You never even New been York. to New York City once. Like, just walked through, drove through. No, New York's not my type of place. <laughs> I'd like to go just to say, like a day, like hit some of the spots. You know, maybe see the uh, Twin Towers Memorial. You know, eat a New York slice, get mugged, raped, maybe, and then go home. <laughs> yeah, go home with your asshole <laughs> pounding a little yeah. bit. <laughs> it was a good day. <laughs> Go to Canal Street. <laughs> yeah, why not? What did Gato say? He said that there's a um, hold on. There's a cartoon, the picture of cartoon of Donald Duck, but when you flip it upside down, it looks like Donald Trump. Google Donald Duck, Donald Trump cartoon. Let me let me check this out. Really I've quick. seen that, and it's very accurate. Donald Duck, Donald Trump cartoon. This is funny. Huh? I know. What did somebody uh, somebody called him Donald Duck during that that fucking um, presidential debate? It's last, probably that last fat time. fuck Chris Christie. Oh wow, this is pretty cool. <laughs> oh my god, kind of kind of creepy. 
<laughs> wow. it is. Now, every time I look at fucking picture or actual Donald Trump on TV, I'm going to think of him having a big cartoon bill on the top. <laughs> <laughs> and getting all Christ. pissed off, going nuts, not understand what he can say. Oh, my God. You know, Fuck. you know, Chris Christie, that's the New Jersey Lizzo. <laughs> yeah, the New Jersey Lizzo. Yeah. I said this. I still can't ever. I'll never forget that video of him dancing on stage. Oh my god! What a horrible, horrible thing that was. The fucking room was going to explode. <laughs> Krispy Kreme, Christy. Yeah. Oh, what was this other thing I saw before we get into the music break? When we come back, I actually got a pretty interesting story I want to talk to you guys about from the New York Post. It's uh, there's uh. These are the two warning signs that your boss is planning to fire you. <laughs> I want to see if you guys agree with these. I was reading this today. They I was like, wow. start to be nice to you and give you a pat on the shoulder till Friday. <laughs> till Friday. <laughs> they, they know that day's coming. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that because there was some interesting shit in that. I was like, wow. Hmm. I don't know. Listen, warning signs. We'll see. I know everybody's in their different professions probably have different one. Here's a, a weird news story that I saw, uh, Boogie, that uh, health officials say that um, STDs are on a rampant rise down in the Carolinas. Mm. Yeah, only in the Carolinas. Well, I guess in the Midwest in general. So I was thinking about you boys out there in the Midwest. You guys and better, you know. My herpes are the same. They're not rising up. So <laughs> They're not rising up? All right. Yeah, take a listen to this. It's kind of interesting. Tonight, health officials in the Carolinas say they're seeing an increase in sexually transmitted infections. In particular, they're saying the increasing rate of syphilis continues to be an ongoing challenge. WCNC Charlotte's Tradisha Woodard looks into what health officials are doing to change that trend. We continue to be challenged with an increasing rate of syphilis. The Mecklenburg County's Health Department says the growing number of sexually transmitted infections are concerning. This chart from the Health Department shows the number of syphilis case rates dating back to 2018. Each year, the cases continues to grow, jumping about 17% to more than 65% by 2022. But it's really important that we continue to identify new cases and again, do the follow-up that we do with those uh, individuals. But that follow-up has been a big challenge. Dr. Raynard Washington, the Director of Public Health says, it's the key to identifying the source and disrupting future transmission of disease. We're struggling to do follow-up. So about 16% of our HIV and syphilis cases have not been able to be located. Yeah, you know why? They're probably all like just one and dones, just uh, somebody coming into the state quick. You know, you, you go down to, um, you know, Hilton Head or you go to Myrtle Beach, you, you plug someone up one night and you just go back in your car and, and hey, it's last day vacation, drive home to your, wherever the fuck you live. <laughs> You know, the Carolinas are big uh, tourist states. I don't know. Maybe that's. <laughs> yeah, Hilton Head, Carolina. STDs I mean, yeah. on the. That's... Yeah, yeah, Myrtle Beach. It's a huge party town. You know how many guys are. Listen, I've only been to Myrtle, Be one, Myrtle Beach once, and I don't know. I was more partial to like Ocean City. That's just me. But, you know, Myrtle Beach is a crazy fucking party town. I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but it's insane. Never been there. Nope. I've only ever been on the Gulf side of uh, Florida. Yeah, the Myrtle Beach is just it's it's like my it's a little tiny Miami basically, but it's just all white kids and crazy drunk people and college kids and this and that. I mean, it's it's out of control. The shit that you would see down there. You go down on the and it's just like Ocean City's the same way. 
But yeah, it, I don't know. It's just weird that one state's saying, oh, yeah, we just can't find the source. How do you find the source of where somebody gave somebody herpes from before previous? It's it's not, you know. Yeah, what were we uh, looking for, patient A? Right, yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, we're going to go back to the 1600s and start pulling DNA samples. And Oh, this yeah. was the guy who's really. Yeah, they're all related to it. They're, that's how they got it. They're fucking. You know, they, don't, they don't wear they condoms. Don't the same lineage, right? They didn't. They don't want to. They, they, you know, listen. You can look at a girl and just pull down her pants and look at her. And be like, all right, she's clean. I'm sure a guy can do the same thing to you. Pull down your pants. And be like, all right, he's clean. Maybe I don't need to use a rubber, but still, you yeah, yeah guys do that to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's like, um, I don't know, man. Unless I've been with a girl for a pretty long time, then then I'll like you know like right, okay, we're good now. You know, take well, off the I wrapper. Had a, I had a woman, and I think I may have told this story, and I'm not going to use her real name. I'm not going to use her name. Why not? Come on. <laughs> but uh, she's a group of friends. Uh, my best friend. I'm not going to use any other names. How's that? My best friend, his now wife had a group of friends that, of course, when your buddy meets a new girl, you got to meet all their friends so you can run through them as quickly as possible. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Bay. Yep. Well, <laughs> on this particular set of friends, maybe I should have listened to the warnings. People kept telling me, don't sleep with this girl. Don't sleep with this girl. And nobody would fucking tell me why. I'm like, don't. And then finally... <laughs> uh, homeboy's wife now wife was like stop banging my friends and don't <laughs> bang her most of all like well this is a challenge now at this point <laughs> <laughs> you're looking like oh okay so i bang in the way i bang away on her pretty good for you know a good three hours one night after the bars <laughs> she walked funny took her home and uh she walked, so, she walked funny well yeah <laughs> After three hours of pounding from Boogie Nice, what do you expect? So, <laughs> um, yeah. so after that, the next day, it's Sunday at this point in time, after I take her home, we you know, get all showered up, and that's when me and my homeboy would we go do our laundry underneath the pizza shop he worked at. And uh, his old lady is now wife his old lady then was there and she was helping him with her laundry. i was like this is weird sundays yep. are usually you know football pizza laundry day beers and she's like so did you have sex with so-and-so i was like well yeah <laughs> did did you wear a condom no how dare you she <laughs> says you know she has herpes right i was like oh what? god what? dude that's you learned. You know, I actually would rather look down and me, see something was right. Yeah, go ahead. But I, oh my God, keep well, I, I wouldn't think to look down because she seemed like a very normal, clean person. So I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And she's like, that's why we kept telling you not to bang her. I said, no, you just told me to quit fucking your friends. You didn't tell me so-and-so had fucking herpes. You could have said, <laughs> you could have said, don't fuck her because she has herpes. Oh. God. So I call this bitch. I'm like, hey, yeah. Do you have fuck it? Just flat out. <laughs> hey, do you have herpes? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why the fuck didn't you tell me? And I went off. So oh, next day, boom. Next day, straight down to the clinic. 
And <laughs> it didn't hurt when I peed when I went in, but it hurt when I peed after I left because they shoved that shit down your... They oh. checked. I was like, give me a fucking full run-up. Check for it all. And they're like, well, you know, HIV can take seven to ten years. And da, 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 da. I'm like, I don't care. Check for it all. Here's my card. <laughs> yeah. Hey, now. You could die uh, from fucking having herpes. Oh, you can't. You can you die from syphilis, not from herpes. You don't die from fucking herpes. You just BP a gift that keeps on giving, sir. BP fact we, uh, check. Can we fact check this this Morano? Yeah, but, I, I, people, you could die from herpes if you anyway, have it in your system long enough. No, you can't. Anyway, moving forward with the rest of this fucking story. <laughs> I just scare you. <clears throat> so while I'm waiting, the test back then this when I was like 23 years old. Back then, the test took like a week to get back. Now you get them like within a fucking day. Yeah. But test came back and like you call. Back then, you didn't just wait for something and fucking. They sent you a fucking said, "Oh, your test results are back." Call. So boom, first break at my lunch. Hey, what's going on? Nope, you're fine on everything. Just remember to wear a condom next time. Meanwhile, in that week's time, this fucking poor girl, after I berated her ass, tried to fucking kill herself. Took a bunch of pills and called one of her friends because she left me a note, oh Gideon a note, Lord. or I'm so, the people I wouldn't. She, left you, she left you a note. What did it say? Sorry, I gave you herpes. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> <laughs> and her parents you, a note. Well, when you when you they, called that place to check on your results, it was probably like this. It's like, yeah, hi. I'm um, just trying to get my results. Oh yeah, everything came back good. Um, the only thing is you have herpes though. Okay, uh, wear a condom. Bye. Thanks a lot. Bye. <laughs> At least I know. Yep. Yeah, no. Clean bill of health in the downstairs region. But that dumb so bitch she... tried to fucking kill herself. And when my friends told me about it, wow, that's they're like, you know, she tried to kill herself. And I was like, good. Did she try? Did and she try killing herself because she right gave you? Her... At... Did she try killing yourself herself yeah. because she tried to give you herpes? Is that the reason why? Or was there some deep rooted? Yeah. Reason? <laughs> well, there's obviously there was more issues going on with this chick right. that I found out later in life. And, oh but God. yeah, that, that was the stint because I went off on her for having, cause I was like, you worthless whore. I mean, I gave <laughs> her the fucking business you gave her the, at the time. The nice play. <laughs> yeah. At the time when they said, oh my God, she tried to kill herself and she took a bunch of pills and called her mom and left notes oh. and once for you and once for them and one was for us. And my response at the time was good. And they're like, oh my God, how can you be like that? I'm like, this how bitch trying to ruin my fucking life. How dare you? <laughs> you know? How dare so, you? Anyway. Needless oh, to say, man. I never talked to her again. And thank God she didn't die. And hopefully she's giving herpes to somebody else. And I was gonna say you that. guys didn't you guys didn't kiss and make up. No. Uh -huh. <laughs> no. Oh my lord. Never talk to that twat again. <laughs> You know that's that's a scary uh, situation. Talk, talking, to, talking to the twat wasn't the problem. Giving a little scratch and sniff and a little lookarooski was making <laughs> eye contact was the problem. Should have made oh, eye God. contact with a whispering eye. See what's going on down there. I love that Boogie brought back the word twat tonight. I haven't heard that one in a while. I've been using, I've been on the C word kick as of late, but uh, maybe I might switch it over to the T word. I guess it's more the politically correct. Cucumber, yeah. Cucumber. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I'm trying to be more politically correct, so maybe I should instead of using cunt call just twat. I think I don't know. Or cucumber, no. 
Look here, you stupid cucumber. Get out of my face. You know, let me <laughs> let me tell you something. I was just kind of saying both those words. You know, you know how a girl hates to be called a cunt? I actually, if I was a if I was a woman per se, I'd be like, if somebody called me a twat, I would actually feel, you know, a little harsher than calling somebody a cunt. Than me. I don't know. <clears throat> I think twat has a little bit more effect and meaning behind it. You know what I mean? Like you fucking twat. You know, where all you can say is cunt. Well, I, I guess, you know, but go with what BP said. So next time you're dealing cucumber. with one of your fucking customers, when she's like, cucumber, why did you call me a cu- Oh, did I say cucumber? I meant cunt. Go away. <laughs> don't, don't, please. Don't. Right. I will fucking do it. <clears throat> Ugh. All right, Joe Antonio Show. Guys, we got a lot to get to when we come back. Yeah, I want to talk about this. Speaking of uh, two warning signs that your boss is planning to fire you. Let's see if anybody on the panel here is ever Here we go. Joe Antonio Show. Don't want to want you, baby. Don't want to want you like I do.
a bomb that was there. Dark Side of Love. Oof. That's a fucking classic uh, Chicago's blues jam right there, guys. Love that. Jesus you know, Christ. It kind of reminded me of Stevie Ray Vaughan, man. Oh, yeah. Definitely get the influence there. Who was that by? What the hell is the name of that? Uh, Dark Side of Love. Oh, it was uh, Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Yeah, he's oh, very yeah. similar. It's right up. Same. Same, yeah. Very close same. to Stevie Ray Vaughan. Good tune. Good tune. All right. Guys, welcome back here live. Joe Antonio show. Hey, Boogie, why don't we do this here? I was just thinking, um, before we get into some of the segments we got, what you want to do uh, the top five jokes of the week? <laughs> is that it? Crumpled up on the uh, Arby's wrapper? BP. He's got his jokes yes, written down tonight. It was the Arby's roast oh. beef wrapper. <laughs> I was eating my roast Very beef, upgrade. checking it out right. for herpes. You know? <laughs> Check for herpes. That's it. listen. I was thinking about that during the music break, Be- Boogie. I, I, I'm so sorry, dude. I really am. I feel so bad. I don't have herpes. I uh, <laughs> listen. I'm not saying you do. Even if I did, I wouldn't tell anybody. No, I know. What I'm saying is, if you were even at least once in fact, <laughs> yeah, right. Boogie's uh, up for for fucking raw dog, guys. No problems. We'll show you his test results. No, you know what I was thinking <laughs> I is like, you know, that's got to be like, you know. We, 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 when you're a young kid and you end up finding out that you got herpes, it's like, well, you feel like your life's over. Or <laughs> may like, possibly have her. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. End up, like, end fuck, now I got to marry this bitch. <laughs> what did you say, PP? To update you here from Dr. Brian, um, I looked it up. It is rare that you can pass away from herpes. It is possible, but it's extremely rare. Ah. All right. So All it right, is possible, well, though. It's possible. All right, you win that one, right. Joey. Buy it. Won that one by yep. slim, slim margin. I told you. Hey, listen, you got a disease. <laughs> oh yeah, we're doing pretty well. You know what it is? It's um, if you, I would always think that if you have a disease inside your system for so long, something that's not supposed to be there, eventually, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna kill you. I would think. I mean, like listen, Chris I'm not a fucking doctor. Don't ever listen to me for. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't know anything the about The prescription was more cowbell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right, Boogie, let's do this, man. I'm, I'm ready for five jokes of the week. Uh, you already kicked us off with a nice one earlier, so let's let's do this, man. Let's do this. It's my favorite portion of the show, Monday night. I'm glad we brought this back what? to Monday night, too. Yeah, it was a good idea. Good I think it was a smart smart business decision that Boogie Nights made. Easy. I just love that. I just love that music. All right, guys. Hey, listen. Welcome to the Joe Antonio Show. October 2nd here. We have Boogie Nights with the Joe Antonio Show Top 5 Jokes of the Week from Boogie Nights. Take it away, Boogie. Well, Joe, like I said, uh, majority of these are about family because I love family. So let's kick it off. All right, cool. You know, when my Uncle Frank died, he in his favorite beer mug. That's right. He wanted to be Frank in Stein. So bad. Speaking of family, you know, there's this thing going around. When's the last time you thought about Rome? Oh, I thought yeah, about I it today. About yeah, this new craze. So here's my addition to that craze. How do you make any salad into a Caesar salad? Hmm. Oh. Stab it 23 times. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man, back that. to the family, I, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
No, I gotta tell you though, man, growing up, I had a. So they raised me as a single child. Really pissed off my fucking sister. Yeah. Anyway. And he's a single. <laughs> never mind. I, I, I got she it. was I treated differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joey, what's the difference between Iron Man and Iron Woman? I don't know. One is a superhero, the other one is a simple command. <laughs> oh my God. We're not feminist. We are not. We are not feminists here. I promise. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I love women. You can't do for twelve bucks on some corners. That being said, <laughs> I gotta tell you, man. The last time before this job, I got a job at a library, but it only lasted for a fucking day. You know, they weren't too happy with me at the end of the day. Apparently, books about women rights don't go in the sci-fi slash fantasy section. So. <laughs> that Lord. being said, I love women. I love families. I hope so. <laughs> oh, good job. <laughs> Boogie Nights. With a classic one right there. I like that because yeah. um, that was good. You know why I liked it? You, you, you were over the top, but you weren't like... <laughs> screamingly over the top. Perfect. No, love that. That's the way I go. I love yeah, how you folks, switched up every week. I no, love folks, it. You Good job be, there. You can't. Go ahead, dude. <laughs> Look at the whole jokes here. I got a your mama joke. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, your mama's so nasty she had to cut the shrimp and tampon because crabs are using it to bungee jump. <laughs> what the fuck? Never heard that one before. <laughs> you know, no, I was a big, me either. I was a, I was always a big fan of Dirty Dozens on uh, in Living Color, but that was never never heard that one. <laughs> who was it that used to? Who was the best guy? Remember Dirty Dozens? What was it? Uh, oh, Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. That's right. Jamie Fox. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is it, his name was like T-Bag. Wasn't his name like T-Bag or something like that? <laughs> T-Bag. And he also played, what was it, Ugly Wanda? Yep. <laughs> I got you. I swear. I got you. Yeah, and Tommy Davidson was always the guy. Remember? Because he used to like run. <laughs> Tommy Davidson was always the one he would hit on. <laughs> yep. I love that show. You know what's funny is um before the show, Boogie sent me over this clip of Jim Carrey acting like Richard Simmons. I fucking forgot about I this. I forget. Dude. <laughs> I completely, how did I forget about this? Hello. <laughs> like, what the fuck? This is Gary. Like great... Oh, Gary. Yeah. How you Gary. Doing? Gary's out here. There she is. <laughs> I gotta play this, dude. Jim Carrey plays a pretty good fucking Richard Simmons. He's got the whole getup on the uh, the the red tank top with the like the American striped little fucking box. Those are like box boxer shorts, right? That's what he used to walk around in. Yeah. Well, boxer yeah. like. It almost reminded me of like a fucking like the uniform like wrestlers would wear. <laughs> yeah, he did. He kind of looked like he would like go you know grapple in the ring. Yeah. Right. Like a singlet. Ready to be Greco. Yeah. Greco <laughs> Roman all over your ass. This is great, though. Jim Carrey is Richard Simmons. Thank you for this uh, boogie. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm Richard Simmons. And I've spent a lot of time and made a lot of money making overweight people cry on all my annoying diet shows and now i'm back with a brand new 
new diet plan. But first, I'd like you to meet someone who's really special, a real inspiration, Amoeba Standstill. Wait till you see this one. Amoeba, how are you? Hi, Richard. <laughs> Hello, everyone. You know, Richard, Ugh. It's okay, Amoeba. Rest your neck. Ugh. She tries so hard. Just for context, <laughs> this is a fat woman laying in a uh, bed. Yeah, in a bed. Like, she can't even move. Like, the, the jaws of life would have to get her out of the bed. All I used to do was think about food. I mean, after sex, my husband would go smoke a cigarette, and I'd smoke a ham. <laughs> my husband had sex with you? Ew! What a guy! <laughs> and I was on top. I've dropped from a king size to a queen size bed. My goal is to be in a full size bed by the end of the year, and I know I can do it. I know I can. No, you yeah! can't do it, Amoeba. But listen, honey, you're gonna have to start crying soon. We're running out of time. <laughs> I'd like to have gone to the beach for a swim without having Japanese fishermen trying to harpoon me. <laughs> But now that I'm dieting, I can visualize myself lying on a tropical beach, the sun beating down on me, shimmering in simsim oil with a thong bikini stuck at my behind. Ew! What is this? This looks like what David slew Goliath with! <laughs> the weight wasn't just a problem for me, but for my family as well. I guess you can say I owe a lot to my husband, who I thought deserted me in 1982. But after I lost 200 pounds, I found him right under my armpit. <laughs> oh, God. The search party gave up. All we can say is thank you, Shadowbed Diet Program. And thank you, Richard. Well, that's Amoeba's story. Shadowbed Diet Program. Take it one ton at a time. Come on, stud. Oh my god. You know what's funny? I was just listening to that. Make I don't know. Bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different sketches that you can pull from in Living Color. Uh obviously Mad TV had some good ones. And then like yeah, yeah. You know, obviously you have the Saturday Night Lives. I don't care what anybody says. This is just my um my thing. I I, I would I would actually say that I think in Living Color had the best fucking sketches out of any of those sketch comedy shows. I, in my opinion, it's I'm gonna roll with you on that. I'm gonna go with in Living Color number one, Mad TV back in the fucking '90s when they were as risque as fucking possible. A hard, hard number two, and then number three would be obviously fucking for me, Kids in the Hall. I know they're oh Canadian. yeah, that's another it's yeah, fun. that's another that is good too. Yeah, they but then I, then I would go to. Saturday Night Live because Saturday Night Live is up and down and up and down and up and down. That's why they're last because they would have an epic season and then a cash change, then an epic season, then a cash change. Whereas, yeah, while these guys were around, while in Living Color and Mad TV and Kids in Hall have made a couple of comebacks, it's always the same fucking cast. They're always just grinding off each other and. Yeah. There's too much. You know what it I mean, is? There's too much. Like with Saturday Night Live, they switch the cast members out too much. So what the problem is is you can watch sketches and they don't they don't have the same chemistry like of the the cast that were together for like three, four, five years. Like how like in Living Color was. 
Like you could tell, like those guys were around each other all the time. They fed off each other. Saturday Night Live, I think yeah. that what they do is they switch too many people in and out of there for people to have a lo- enough time for them to start gaining chemistry to do comedic acts with. And that's, dude, that's normal because you're not around them all the time. You're meeting new people all the time. You're trying to bounce, you know, doing that comedy sketch shit. Is, that's not easy, dude. Most of it's improv. You know, Right, 100. And that's the only reason Mad TV is in a hard second over for me in my opinion over in living color and living color never changes cast once while it was on they did yeah. add some people but then again mad tv would have people come and go not as much as saturday night live but i mean Artie lang fucking made his premiere on you know mad tv for the most part yeah that's so, where he got his start yeah yeah and i mean just so many other great people but, You're right about in living yeah. color because I'm thinking of, I'm thinking back now and they never really got rid of anybody. They would just add better people. They would have people leave. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was people that left. So like, you know, like I, I remember when I saw Jim Carrey leave, I was like, all right, well, this guy's just came out with, you know, Ace Ventura, the guy's a rising star. He doesn't need that shit no more. And then you have like people in that year. Like, Right, in that year. And then there was people like Jamie Foxx that eventually left because he was starting a music career and he was doing acting. So, And then slowly you'd see a lot of the Wayans going out of there. Like Damon was the first one. And then I think Sean and Marlon were the, the seconds. And they were all leaving. And then mm-hmm. I, I remember Keenan Ivory Wayans, complete, he completely left the show because they wouldn't give him creative freedom over yeah. at Fox. And he said, fuck you. If I, you're not going to give me yeah. creative freedom. He goes, you could still do in living color, but you ain't going to have any of my family members on there. Kim Wayans left. They all left. And one thing I can say about Jim Carrey, and, you know, I just want to focus on him for a minute. When he left, that year, he had Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, The Mask, and I forget whatever the third one was. But he was the only actor in history at that time to have three movies come out the same year, shoot to number one in the box office. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, he was riding that wave. I think in Living Color gave him that wave, that little wave to ride in. He was like, oh, fuck it. Then he was like, you know, I, I, he always said good things about it. Living color, he liked being there. He just he got oh, yeah. too big for his britches. He's like, fuck this, I'm gonna go make that yeah. real fucking Hollywood cash. Cash. You know? Fucking and guy was rolling. Too. And on top of that, Jim Carrey is one of the nicest, caring people in Hollywood. He's right up there to me with fucking Keanu Reeves. You know, just he's become very. He's become a little humanity. Yeah. He's become a little off-centered over the last couple of years, but I think he's just got his own ways of doing things and saying things, and I, I, I'm kind of used to it now. I'm like, well, listen, you know what? It's Jim Carrey. I mean, the guy's, you know, he's, he's not all there anyway. You see some of the... Did I ever show you that video I sent it to you? Is uh, him. He goes into a supermarket and eats a whole watermelon. <laughs> did I ever show you? I think I said that Oh, yeah, that, that, was, that was in... Well, that was a skip for In Living Color. Yeah. <laughs> Goes into, a, goes into yeah. a fucking supermarket, goes right to the... He eats the whole fucking thing. He's like, literally to his face, he's drooling <laughs> like, all over the floor. <laughs> well, that was... A, and I've seen so many people say, this is what I'm going to do to that pussy when I show up. <laughs> I think that's what the tagline was. It was like reposted on, on TikTok. I mean, it's just stupid mm-hmm. shit like that, man. It was just amazing. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, let me guys here. Let me do this. Um let me get into this. I'm going to ask you about this boogie. I saw this very strange article. I don't know if it's it's strange, perhaps, but 
when I was reading this, I'm like, this is pretty funny. Uh, there's two warning signs that your boss is planning to fire you. Let me ask you, yeah. uh, I'm buggy. Have you ever been in that, in that situation where you, you know, you're kind of fucking up at work. Like this is just throughout your whole entire work experiences. You know, have you ever gone to that feeling where you're like, Oh man, you know, I am fucked. Like I'm just not doing a good job and my boss is going to fire me. I'm fucked. Um, I have been let go one time in my life. Okay. And it was my own fault. It was the biggest mistake I ever made in my life and the best lesson I ever learned in my life. All right. What's the what's the uh and what's the mistake you made if you don't mind sharing? It's up to you. Uh believing I was irreplaceable. Oh, okay. Well, I the thought the greatest was... lesson learned was understanding that I wasn't. I thought you were gonna be like, Well, I got caught jerking off inside the bathroom. No, 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 no. <laughs> Damn. No, no, no. HR. It just, uh, you, and there were some, because I, I started getting this fucking attitude where I'm the best around, you know, and nobody can do this. And the bosses were starting to get tired of that shit. So I didn't notice. I didn't notice until about a week before the conversation where it was kind of hitting me, where they're, they're having me train people to learn different aspects of my job that only I knew. No, see, they're basically okay. <laughs> you're teaching it. You're teaching another person how to do your job so you can get replaced. Okay, wow. right. And so I kind of knew that was yeah, it was. And so I kind of picked up on that whiff of a uh, in the air. And so I scheduled a meeting with the higher ups, as it were, my boss, who's middle management, and then you know HR plant manager. I'm like, okay, this is what's going on. I'm this. I'm that. I'm I'm doing manager work and I should be getting paid the cash for it. And if you guys decide if you don't want to give it to me now, then I'm just gonna put my two weeks in right now. And at that point I'd already trained the people to do the shit that I knew. And then plant manager was like, Well, you can just go ahead and go now. I was like, Wait, what? (laughs) I was like, backfire, backfire. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Yeah, so that backfired. Sometimes you're better off just shutting the fuck up. Well, you're right, and I, but it's uh, you know, I'm fine. I mean, I would have liked to retire from that place, but you know, I had ten years under my belt and thought I was Jeez. irreplaceable. I was not, and that's just. I mean, even you, Joey, everybody out there, you know, it doesn't matter your position. Things will be hiccupy for a couple of days. Oh, of course, we'll move on. Well, that's the you thing know. is, you know, everywhere's a business. I, I'll tell you, like in in. Oh, I mean, I was pausing. I, I I've had that those feelings inside my job, but you know what it is? I think it was just management directing. This one, I was a salesperson. They were directing it at everybody because, like, we weren't selling enough cars. You guys fucking suck. You can't fucking sell cars. It's like shut the fuck up. Like, pay us more money. Maybe I'll actually like I'll go out to women and attempt to sell more cars. You know what I mean? I, I got to a point at some. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I'm I'm sitting here like a fucking slave driver. I got to work Saturdays until eight o'clock at night. For what? Like a fucking right. hundred and fifty dollars yeah. spiff for fucking selling a car? It take me. It took me six hours to do because people are stupid. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm, you know, yeah, you're walking out and bugging the shit out of it. like. And this one thing, no disrespect to you. One thing I I hate about a car salesman in the state of Indiana. I don't know if it's same throughout the United States, but in Indiana. You're not allowed to sell cars on Sundays. Well, it's most of these car dealers, these yeah, that's a quite like that law because you know it's a day of rest. It gets more, you know. Again, right? 
dealing with more of a state that's, that's turning red than blue, you know, and that's I, I agree with that. That's just me. Whatever. Uh, well, and that's why I would go look at cars on Sundays in lots because nobody would bother up, you. Right. Yeah. Nobody would bug you. As soon as you pull in a lot, take a look at your first car. Hey, how you doing? Do a fine asshole. Good choice over there, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. Leave me alone. I got this sweet little baby in four different colors if you want it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, just leave me alone. I'm not here to talk to you. But I um so this actual news article, I'll play this clip here. Um, this was the one that the New York Post had actually put up. And this guy got 1.5 million viewers on this little clip that he put up in literally a day, um, with people in agreement to him. Those those telltale signs of when you're gonna get fired from your job. A lot of people are shitty workers. 1.5 million agree. <laughs> and, yeah, there, <laughs> there you go. Here, take a listen. Whatever it is that you're Same doing, thing happened to me, buddy. doing it. I'm telling you, it is not going unnoticed, so just keep it up, all right? By the way, I'm going to share a doc with you. I need you to start filling it out on a weekly basis in detail. It's essentially an activity tracker, so it just tells me exactly what you're focused on Monday through Friday, hour by hour. So again, no calls for concern, but just in case you forget, I'm going to put a meeting on the calendar one week from today just so we can sync up on it and see how you're doing with it, all right? All right, keep up the good work. I got to run. All right, talk to you later. Yeah. Was that sign one? That's, well, no, that's how you know your boss is like, okay, well, <laughs> tracking your every move. this guy does all day. Yeah. Tracking your every move. That's the one thing that they said is kind of the, um, here, I'll read this article. You know, and I'll, I'll tell you too, it's, there's no better fucking thing that, it, or I'm sorry, there's no worse thing in the world when you're like sitting there and if you, you're, you're like thinking to yourself like, oh shit, am I going to lose my job because, you know, God forbid, like something happened, you know, not even out of like something out of your hands, like your corporation's losing money, you know, and all of a sudden like you, you can't do anything because like, it's not your fault. You're, you go to work every single day, right? Yellow. Yeah. Yellow, like any, is that big, huge thing with the yellow? Any big corporate, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any big corporate thing that you work for, if it ends up going out of business, you're fucked. Like, you know, remember back in the day we had uh, the Wiz? Nobody beats the Wiz, you know? (laughs) They used to sell electronics and shit. Or Radio Shack. Imagine if you were like a CEO. Imagine if you were a CEO at Radio Shack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're (laughs) fucked. Who are you living on now? You don't got anything. Fucking Radio Shack. And you do listen, you know, Boogie, what I'm saying is you could have been the best employee in the world, dude. You could have done everything right. doesn't matter. You, you're the God's gift to Radio Shack. <laughs> I don't know what you do there. Yeah. You know, just like you, you make sure you make sure the pianos and the microphones are all like set up nice. Right. And the RC cars aren't dusty and the top <laughs> boys are all ready to go. And the the AAA yeah. and double A's aren't out of date. And- right. You know, that brand you new, could have met- that new state of the line car phone doesn't weigh more than 14 pounds. <laughs> oh my God, it's crazy. Yeah, but that's the thing. You could have been the best employee at, you know, a Radio Shack. And you could have been like, wow, you know, I'm going to work my way up and hopefully one day be CEO. And you end up being CEO. And then all of a sudden, a year later, into you becoming CEO. They're like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, we're, we're, we're going tits up. There's no more, there's no more Radio yeah. Shack. <laughs> Walmart's doing way better than us and Meyer and you know all these other places. So guess what? Radio Shack is gone. 
Yeah, listen, they bought out all of our old DJ mixers that we had that were sitting there collecting dust, and they rebranded them with Walmart tags, and you got the Walmart mixer now. It's a two-channel DJ mixer with stereo inputs. Wait, hold on. That was ours. I wonder, I wonder how many fucking like, uh, store managers, when that happened, started just stealing shit and taking it to the porn shop. They're like, hey, I got oh. a deal for you, Mr. Ray Ray. <laughs> I can tell you a story off air of some people I know that did that, so we won't talk about it. <laughs> but I, I know people. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'll talk hilarious. to you off the air. Yeah. So this um this whole article, it says, where there's smoke, there's fire. Not sure if you're going to get the boot. No fear. A uh, New York comedian has revealed the telltale signs that someone is uh, almost about to get sacked, which includes keeping tabs on an employee's every move. Uh, which the video we just played, obviously, was kind of him talking about it. I wanted to illustrate the phoniness of middle managers, uh, Ben Sweeney told Jam Press while describing the warning sign of a pending apocalypse is what they call it. Uh, the Brooklyn native frequently makes satirical videos that aim to expose the irony and hypocrisy of the corporate world, including um, parodies of managers telling their employees to return to the office and bureaucratic burnout it's so funny because i used to do this with my well, you know me and aaron did this all the time with my cousin you know i was like you better get to work you fucking asshole you're fucking late you might. get out here and clean the cars off i need you to clean all the cars off it's, you fucking, motherfucker. Snowing. it's fucking snowing outside and you're fucking sitting at home with your pajamas on yeah because i can't get out of my house <laughs> nobody's gonna care. come buy any fucking cars i'll fucking come there and plow at your fucking house you better get to work like, that's what he used to say. He's like, I'm going to drive all the way to your house and plow, <laughs> plow you out to get you to work. I'm like, what are you, a maniac? Well, fuck, you need me that bad? I'm one body. I weighed like 150 pounds back then. I was like a little fucking run. How many cars am I going to clean off quick? You're fucking light. You can one. get in between them. Yeah. You know what it is? Because I was the only skinny kid that worked. Zero. There. I was able to get in between the cars that were packed in with snow. They used to like throw me into the window. And fucking go in there. I'm Just fucking. Just up and toss you. All right. Yeah, I'm six one. I'm long, like holding my legs. Is there's like a mound of snow in between you because we packed them so tight so they'd have more room. To, then, then they and these geniuses He's didn't realize you wear those little booties. Make you wear booties so you don't scratch the paint sliding all over the fucking place. Well, here's here was the problem though. These geniuses they would park the cars so close together and they would get a mound of snow in between them. And then when you tried to go in between the cars, you couldn't move them. So you couldn't. Like, you had to do one by one going down the whole entire row. Like you'd have to start from the left and go all the way to the right. And it is such poor planning. And my cousin was so proud of it. We're the best at cleaning snow. I'm like, no, we're not. It took us seven hours. Let's <laughs> put like a home at five. It's seven o'clock. It's so dark it's, out it's, now. It's time to close and it's going to snow again tonight. So yeah, you put your asses better be here again. Or you're fired. Okay. You know what? This is a good article for me. <laughs> Fucking fire me then. I don't want to clean snow for the rest of my life. You think I want to be 55 years old fucking out there breaking my back with a fucking snow broom? No. Selling cars and making $100? Yeah, whatever. I love that, though. So um, uh, it goes on to say, it goes on to say, in the latest office space evoking sketch, uh, the creator and the horror of the massive layoffs that are currently stampeding the for, uh, workforce, the Brooklynite actually decided to shed light on Hover, how managers behave one week before he fires you. Says the red flag number one, Boogie. Here we go keeping trap uh, track of everything that you do so whether it's uh you keep doing it is it's not going unnoticed says the comic while adopting the role of a stereotypical passive aggressive boss so that's the first thing you got to look out for boogie is uh he's, he's always keeping tabs on you what you're doing making sure you're you know uh oh 
I'm scared. I'm a scared, sir. I'm a scared. Yeah. He said that it, he added that it's essentially an activity trigger. So it just tells me exactly about what you're focused on Monday through Friday, hour by hour. So I, I kind of feel like that's like workplace stalking. And it's kind of me. A little weird. Uh, yeah. And I, I can add some in on this after we hear some. Because I've witnessed it. I've had to be a part of it. I've been in management. And I don't like it. Yeah, it's intimidation is how I look at it. I look it at is. it like intimidation. 100%. They go on to say the Sweeney's well, boss I, character. I've even pulled people aside that I was involved with, you know, being middle management-ish that I liked. And they're like, oh, we got to ask this asshole. He's not his product, yada, yada, yada. I've pulled him aside, like old drinking buddies and shit like that. Like, yo, you don't tune it up a bit. Yeah, outski. So I I hear it all the time too at work because of the position I'm in. Like I hear people like management behind the scenes, like, "Oh yeah, this guy's far. We got to we got to shit can him. We got to fucking uh, you know 186 to say yeah. soul." And like so I'm thinking to myself, I will try to be the person, be like, "Hey, listen, you know what, dude? Get, kick it in the ass a little bit more." I, I'm not saying anything like, "Yeah, you're gonna get fired if you don't." I'm just like, I'll I'll just come up and encourage them one point. I'm like, listen, you know, come kick on, it up a notch, move, move it up, move it along here, dude. You you know, you're you're better than what you you know. But I I don't know. It's it's sickening, dude. He, this is what he said out. Oh, the Sweeney's boss character then assures the imaginary employee that there's no cause for concern, but that he's going to schedule a meeting for one week from today, which we heard in that clip. The New Yorker observes that this corporate helicoptering uh, doesn't actually mean that someone's about to get fired, just that they have a weak manager. So they're actually blaming this back on the manager. Having uh, a mm -hmm. manager like this means you, you'd most likely not like to go having time or advance your career, uh, Sweeney says, and advises that affected employees to switch careers immediately if you see these symptoms. He added that it's best to let corporate fire them rather than uh, outright quitting, explaining on a serious note, never sign a PIP and never quit. Make them fire you and stand up for yourself. Never let a spineless corporation weaken your own backbone. Needless to say that there's a uh, corporate commentary resonated with on the online masses of one man writing the verbatim that my old boss did. I hope she's not doing well. So yeah, th there's animosity from the employer to the boss, but yeah, they're they're kind of right. Like you know, if you're being mistreated, maybe just suck it up for a little while and let somebody else see it. And like, hey, listen, this guy's getting mistreated. You know. Well, and that's just it too. Is uh, management, middle management, likes to uh, blame the workers on their lack of productivity. I, I oh, love well, that. Well, this guy Phil, yeah, and uh, you know, so upper management you know, senior management, whatever you want to call them. They're not fucking dumb. They became senior management for a reason. Right. They I like I, their employees. I, they, I like this. I know. I like this quote that, you know, corporate helicoptering doesn't mean someone's about to get fired, just that you have a weak manager. So it's like, you know, if you got your boss and he's hanging over the mm -hmm. top of your head all the time, and he's always grilling you and, you know, and yeah, corporate helicoptering. And that means that they're weak. I like that because you know what you think about it? Yeah. Why is this guy always paying attention to me? How come he's not paying attention to his own duty, his own job? You know, right. you got to think, you got to look at it like that. That's kind of a, uh, he's, he's, he's looking out. He's he, maybe he's jealous. Maybe you're doing such a great job. Maybe he's like, Oh man, I wish I did such a good job as this guy as Boogie Nuts. He does everything on time and on point. <laughs> That's scary though. That's a fucking scary thought. I don't know. It is because My, you can, potentially take their job 
Right. That's if what they're the scared of. the worker is outperforming exactly. the management, as upper management is going to see your five-star reviews and be like, so why is this guy not yeah. doing your job? Everybody likes him. Every, he's, yeah. I'm one of those people, man, like, especially now at my job, like, even I have, I told you guys, I have a new man, like, I don't get helicoptered over at all. Like, my, my boss knows that I'm kind of there to just get shit done and go home. I, I tell him all the time, like, listen, I'm here to make money and, and go the fuck home whenever I can. You know, I'll stay well, here as long as I can. Know, like, my new boss, I told you we've got a new boss in training, B-Rad. He's cool. I like him. He listens, he's listened to the show a few times. Is his, is his name Brad? And, uh. Bradley? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. And I call him B Red. I like that. Yeah, B Red. That's like a mid Atlantic thing. From, I know a sur I know a well, surfer it, it, down in front down in Ocean City. His name's B Red. <laughs> well, then there was also Malibu's most wanted. If you yep. remember that Bradley movie. Gary <laughs> B Red. Yeah, I love that movie. No, it's B Red. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Brad's cool, man. And uh he hasn't given me any shit. Not that my the other boss gave me any shit. They're just making moves in management, just like I'm talking about. And Brad, he'll ask me, how's your day been? I'll be out on the truck. Great. We had a conversation. He's like, yo, I see what you do. You're the first to pick up a broom. When there's nothing to do, you're the first. I don't need to worry about you. I'm like, you goddamn right you don't, Brad, because then we'd have an issue. But anyway, no. I, I kid, Brad, if you're out there listening, I'm not talking shit. Sorry, Brad. <laughs> you're fired. But no, he straight up said, you know, you you don't need, and he would go out on runs with me because he's learning the job. And finally, he'd be like, if you could wave a magic wand, what would you do to fix some issues going on around here? I'm like, fucking easy, communication. Communication is broken, and that's the biggest problem in any business place ever is communication. Sally told so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so, where's the email trail? Where's... So it's like I, that game. It's yeah, like that anyway. game we used to play uh, when we were kids. You know, when you were sitting around in that big circle, and you'd have to take a secret and from the teacher and pass it on. And by the time it got back to the, uh, yeah. it, it was always wrong. It just it would never always misconstrued. And because we had no communication, is, no communication. Don't be communication. Gets, yeah, one hundred percent correct. And that tool is still used with grown ass fucking adults to this day in workplaces because it's an excellent tool to make. Idiots. Not everybody's an idiot. Your workplace. There's a lot of idiots. The world wouldn't be the way it is without idiots. But listen. It, it, anyway, it's no. It's a very simple thing. And yes, they do use that in like communications, you know, practices. Because you know, if you're not a good communicator, you really can't live in this, uh, in this, in this day and age that we live in. You know, you got to be able to communicate to people. You got to like wake up and talk to people every. Do you think I like? boogie on a monday morning waking up at 4 45 and then getting up and going to getting to work and like having to talk to people all fucking day when i do it all fucking weekend too that's all i do is talk talk to people I fucking hate well, I it think you must right no, i deal with it though <laughs> listen if I, if I didn't have a career out of it i'd be like oh whatever you know doing the radio show was like it was great when i first started doing this i was like wow you know what COVID was going on. I didn't have to talk to anybody except for an audience. Now I got to juggle talking to an audience and talking to people at work every single day. I feel like that's all I do is talk mm -hmm. all day long to people. Me too. And I like, you know how I am. I like to kind of keep to myself a little bit. I don't want to be 
I don't want to be talking to people. Oh, they're all, yeah. Not you guys. You guys are great. <laughs> yeah. Brad, we love you. Don't fire me tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Please, Brad. Remember, guys. Look, he's a great worker. Guy's a stud. <laughs> Goddamn right, uh, I am, Brad. I thought that was an interesting article, though, because I, I know there, like there's so many people that I've I don't know what it is over the last year to like. I don't know if they're just not doing a good job at their job. These are personal people that I know. They're like, oh man, you know, every day I go in, I feel like I'm gonna get fucking canned. It's like, well, what are you doing wrong? I'm like nothing. I do my yeah, job. That's and- just it. Like, I don't do anything Maybe. wrong. It's just like, it. but you know what it is? They, these people, they like invoke fear throughout the companies that they work in. Like, oh, we're going to shut down uh, the fucking inflation. Every now and again, you do have to fucking set an example. Right. That if things keep going the way they do, they'll pick the biggest douche. I mean, as a manager, <laughs> Joe, as a manager, would you prefer, okay, you've got a guy once a week. He's got an issue. Maybe once every other week, shows up an hour late. He calls you. He tells mm-hmm. you what's going on. You understand the situation. There's proof to it. There's proof to the fucking pudding. Yeah, okay. And it, let's even say he sends you pictures of what the fuck's going on. But then you've got the one douchebag that he, he does an okay job. Just oh, He comes in. He does the bare essentials. Does what he needs. Right. But he's always three, four fucking minutes late every single day. <laughs> four or five minutes. Then it turns into six, seven minutes. Yep. Every single day. Then it's you have a conversation. Hey, yeah, you know, we start at nine. A lot of people like to show up ten minutes early, not saying, but could you at least clock in by nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Next day it's nine oh one, nine oh two. Then it turns back into nine oh eight. And this is just a constant thing. That's that's the what pushing you, of buttons. Yeah, that's the pushing of buttons. That's where they're like, oh, I can poke them a little right. bit and still keep getting away with it. You know, you got to put your foot down, man. You just got to say, listen, that's right. it. This is when we start. But then that person's excuse is always, well, what about Brad? That was late the past did, two weeks on a I Thursday did. and then a Tuesday. Yeah. Dude, I, I do so, it all the time. There's one guy that I give a little bit special treatment to that I work with, and I'm his manager, and I give him spec because he gets shit done, dude, and he makes me money. And I, I he, he's like, you know, listen, I'm gonna come in at nine today. I got some stuff going on. Fine, I don't care as long as he texts me in the morning and tells me. Then there's other people that I work right. with. Like, oh, where's this? Where, where's where's this guy? You know, it's eight thirty. How come he's not here? And they're asking me, and I'm like, it's none of your business. Like, you know, I, I have my own dealings with yeah. him. He told me where he is, and it's none of your business. Just do your there job. You what are you worried about? Why are you worried about other people for? I deal with this every boogie, every fucking day, yep. dude. Every this is why, I, and that's why it is. Yeah, I, listen, I I know where he is. Worry about your own job. Worry about you. Who cares where so and so? What about you, late? 15 minutes the past three days in a row you didn't bother yeah. texting me you didn't bother yeah, calling me no, i see you got just, a latte in your fucking hand but you were still fucking late just so. yeah that's the thing yeah that's the thing just worry about yourself and i again i'm not one of those fucking type of managers because i only have to manage my technicians i don't have to manage other people well, you, just, you know what i mean you know you got it's what i'm trying to get at is oh you called me said you were going to be late but you still showed up with a fresh iced coffee I feel you afraid. Oh, yeah. Where are your priorities? That's when you slap you the know. thing out of your head. That'd be what my cousin would do. Oh, you want to come with <laughs> a fucking pumpkin spice latte? We're going to wear it now. Get out there and fucking shovel those cars off, loser. <laughs> Leave me alone. You, know, you got a guy that has things going on. 
Uh oh, Boogie, you're going Roboto. Alright, Boogie's went to Roboto. He'll, he'll be back. <laughs> Alright, guys, let's do this. Let's play some music here. Uh, ooh, I got this actually requested. Um, This was a request sent on over through Instagram from some random random person here. What the hell is the name of this person? She said, oh, listen to your show. Liked it very much. I don't think she's from here. I think she's from like Australia. Hold on. Let me pull it up here really quick. It was at Anastasia underscore Kunkel. Kunkel. K-U-N-K-E-L. She wanted me to play some Anita Baker. Caught up in the rapture. Great tune. I would love to play it. It's a good tune. Hell yeah. Little classic here. Don't tell you, show. I'll be right back.
Right out. All right. Little uh, Nita Baker right there. Gelatonio show. Smooth it out here on a Monday night. Smoothing, smoothing, smoothing. Like Just like my pooping, pooping, pooping. Cool. <laughs> Boogie means uh, that that's regular. <laughs> that's regular. You know what makes you regular, Joey? Oh, I, listen, I know. And uh, yes, I do know what makes you regular. And if I don't do it right now, I'm going to get yelled and screamed out, which I don't want here on a Monday night because we're having fun. <laughs> you don't need that corporate helicopter over us. Yeah, I don't want to be corporate helicoptered. <laughs> Guys, the uh, official sponsor. Helicopter. The Joe Antonio Show, Aquavite Tea Kombucha. Guys, it's a premium probiotic tea. Organic kombucha, non-alcoholic, premium ingredients, live probiotics, beneficial enzymes, gluten-free, vegan, and handcraft in the great state of where, Boogie Nights? Well, I'm pretty sure all the employees over there at Aquavite Tea don't have any worry about being fired because they do such a great job in that state of Vermont, Joe. <laughs> wow, that's <was> good. <laughs> I need you to step those up now that Aaron's gone for a month. Guys, uh, so many great flavors to choose from. Your Blueberry Social, Turmeric Sunrise. I'm drinking one right now. Boogie, let's see if you can guess it. Hold on. Mm. Elderberry. You got it, dude. Ding, ding, ding. Nice. What do we have from Johnny? Guys, their pledge of authenticity. The only use premium ingredients are live cultures and probiotics are developed during fermentation, not lab manufactured. Their kombucha is always alive, vibrant, never pasteurized. And they use the latest technology to produce a non-alcoholic kombucha. Check them out online www.aquavite.com that's a-q-u-a-v-i-t-e-a.com and boogie nights use that promo code joe a show at checkout get 10 percent off your order and free shipping boogie what else do they got over there well right now they've got that whole little deal where you can not only get your cans you can get your bottles cbd infused your seltzers your mixers do what you want with them they're all delicious nutritious and as bp would say good for your guts so. gaggle, gaggle. all right there you go <laughs> yep very nice. Uh, Aquabite.com. A-Q-U-A-V-I-T-E-A.com. Helicoptering. I don't know. I think that's going to be a new um, catch phrase now. I'm going to start using helicoptering. You know, every single time my boss comes over to me now, I'm going to I'm gonna look at him and think he's like uh, Black Hawk Down. <laughs> what are you doing over me? Get away from me, you fucker. <laughs> Oh, I can't I, I, make a helicopter sound. I don't, it's kind of scary though, but fuck knows. Yeah. So yeah, we'll I mean, get into just some, go to work. Yeah. Do you show up on time? Go to work. Do your fucking job. You should just be fine, unless something shitty happens. Like, right. You shouldn't have to be helicoptered unless you're doing your job right every single right. day. I love that. There's a whole right. article like based on that. Like people are like people are, like seeing. They're like, holy shit! Like, it's just gonna be happen a to shitty me. One point five million shitty employees. <laughs> yeah, like, yep, yeah. it happened to me. Well, it's because you're a shitty employee, asshole. Yeah, well, you know got what? fucking fired. People are like, you know what it is? They're going on TikTok and like, holy shit, like there's people that have actually gone through the same thing that I went through. Like, I just got fired last week because, like, you know, I got I got caught drinking on the job, or I was like, you know, it's like doing stupid shit. Like, well, <laughs> don't so drink at work. <laughs> there's one there's 1.5 other people that are going out to um onto like a tiktok search and you know what happens if i drink at work and and what are the consequences it's like <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen you're gonna get fired um what i went I and i told somebody they were so old <laughs> what, were you, what were you gonna say i slept Susie's ass and not happy about that. Now I don't have a job. Hmm. What right. did I do wrong? 
I got caught masturbating in the bathroom and the janitor walked in. Oh, fuck. Again. <laughs> Third strike rule applies here as well. <laughs> P.S. I'm masturbating currently. <laughs> I apparently have a problem with masturbation. Do you <laughs> like to masturbate? Anyway, <laughs> that's a story. Did you type that up into yeah. chat, uh, chat GPT or something like that? <laughs> Get well, a response. You know, I gotta have a, a reason. My therapist told me I need to open up more. Oh my lord! <laughs> my therapist says I need to open up herpes. more. <laughs> So he can get deeper inside me while I masturbate. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. I don't have herpes anymore. <laughs> Again. <laughs> it's a very ima- rare chance that it will kill me. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What was it? Uh, uh, according to BP from the Joe Antonio show, I can't die from having herpes. It has to take a long time for it to happen. Our <laughs> masturbation profusely. I want to know what it is. I want to, I want I want to see some people's like Google search engines and like, see what they really truthfully go and look up. Oh, you know, God, fuck. It's, it's, you want me to read mine? <laughs> I'll read no. it on the air. No, no. We're going to need preparation right. for that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah let's, let's prep. Preparation let's prep. H when I'm done. <laughs> let's, pre- let's prep that shit first before we do it on the on the show. If you want to, if, if you got them like lined up now, I'd say, yeah, go ahead and do them. No, not, I, I mean, I could just, it, it'll throw my connection off, but All right, yeah, make no, a list. No, no. All right, make, sure. yeah, yeah, make a list for Wednesday, then we'll talk about it on Wednesday. <laughs> Look at some magic, dude. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. There's some good stuff in there. What do we got here? So I we'll do enjoy some... masturbation, people. So just remember that. Yeah. Anchor and events and <laughs> other news stories. So there you go. Um, what do I got here? Oh, so let's let's run through some new shit. I have a, a new phony phone call we'll play too. We'll get to that. Oh yeah, Brad. Uh, if you're listening, don't fire me. Um. Anyway. <laughs> What was this? Uh, oh, late night shows finally coming back, guys. Uh, late night shows. Oh, I'm yeah. sure everybody's missed them. Oh my god, we've all missed David Letterman. Yeah. Or David what Letterman's done without him. Wanna be? Uh, and then I, you know what it is? The one that really pissed me off. I saw yesterday was Stephen Colbert. They made like this like big parade. Oh, Stephen Colbert's. I think he's the worst out of all of them. He, I gotta tell you, in the beginning, when Colbert the Colbert Report first began, he was semi entertaining. at best and he's just become yeah. not at all yeah he's opinion. horrible now it's a it's a political show that's all it is it's a big political show it's there's nothing funny about it anymore well, i mean you remember he'd be like oh our, watch out folks our biggest fears or whatever it was top three threats and he would always end with bears remember they're mean and they want your honey and just stupid shit like that that made him quasi entertaining yeah, he's not anymore. He's he's just I don't know what it is. He's like a political demon now. He just I think he he thinks all of his his laughs can come from political shit, but it's not there's nothing funny about it. It's it's not, it's not even good. He's not funny. He's anymore. reporting it, the news sarcastically. 
That's all there is to it. Yeah, I but mean, again, and, and I'll I'll tell you one thing right now, and I know even too, like every I think everybody that has a fucking late night talk show now is pretty much on one side. Entertainment wise, I think Jimmy Kimmel and, and Jimmy Fallon both put on a good show because they have great guests. It's the only reason why. Otherwise, they suck. They're horrible. But I think and, honestly, I think the late night game is just done. It's it's not it really yeah, listen, is. And it is when Letterman retired. Yeah, yeah, when when Letterman retired, it's like everybody just needs to give this shit up now. Just you know, let sleeping dogs die at that point. There, there's nobody yeah, gonna ever be lie. as good as Letterman. Lie, you know, well, no, die. I, I'm saying yeah. die. Let's <laughs> die. Damn. <laughs> Get out of here. No, I'm not. I just, mean, it's like the it's last bad. time I sent you a Letterman was it was uh and this was early in his career, not early, early, but I mean, in the midst of him in his greatness, when he was doing the McDonald's, right? Oh yeah. You <laughs> did the Taco Bell we, one. We, played, the... we did play that on the air one night, probably you in, played during the, the Taco mid- Bell one during the middle of the summer. Did we play the McDonald's one? I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I sent that over recently and uh, right. not saying play it now, but keep that in the archive. But it was fucking hilarious. And it's but just, that was funny because, yeah, Letterman David, used to do ske- sketches and shit. And, you know, it just wasn't. He was know. the working man's comedian, in my opinion. Yeah. He was. He was good. Listen, I love Letterman. I, I think he's he's great. And Jay Leno, he was always good. You know, I, 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 I always I always like I you know what it is the best part about Jay Leno's show is I liked when he used to do the headlines when he flipped the cards over. That was fucking funny because then he you know he kind of does what we do, like we'll talk about a headline and all of a sudden just go on a just kind of a rant about it. But he used to do it, he'd do it quick fire fashion, just like, oh I'm so in Washington today, and he would he put out the then he'd like say a stupid joke about it. Or even his open monologue. His his opening monologue got better towards I think when he got older. He was really quick with it, but it was still good. I, I don't know, dude. I think the, all of it now, like with these late night shows, they're all too political agenda, and nobody nobody wants to. It's not fun anymore, dude. No, we hear about it all day long. What do people stay up after <laughs> dinner for? For <laughs> entertainment, they have their couple extra wines and they want to have a laugh. And then here they are hearing all the same shit they've heard all fucking day long. Right. They go, they try to escape it. it Funny. Right. They try to escape it. And And then then they're just rehashing it and putting their stupid shit on it. That's the thing though. That's why I don't think with these late night shows, just, you know, when Conan left late night, I think kind of that's when everything died when Conan left. Cause he was like the real last, like true late night guy, Conan, Conan O'Brien. He really was. He was the last 100%. late night guy. Jimmy Kimmel's like kind of at this thousand times. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I love, I fucking love Conan O'Brien. I think right now as of what we have at this point, I think Jimmy Kimmel's the only one that's like kind of somewhat okay. And he again, he was his... one of those SNL kids. So, right. Exactly. He was right. funny. And the man show was one of the greatest shows of all time. <laughs> I love that fucking stupid show. Well, you're talking about, uh, not Jim. That ain't Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, BP thought we were actually talking about. Uh, oh, Jimmy, no, uh, no, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Well, you're talking about Adam, maybe Adam Carolla. He never had a late night show, did he? You're talking about Adam, Adam Carolla, and who was on? And Jimmy uh, Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, the Man Show, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we talked about the Man Show. Who was the Jim from fucking Saturday Night Live? Jim Brewer. <laughs> 
No, I think he got him twisted. Maybe I'm a fucked up. Anyway. Well, here, here we go. Uh, let me play this clip quick. After five months, late night talk shows are back. And Stephen Colbert is jubilant. We just had our first all staff meeting and we are ready to go. His staff is thrilled to be at work again. Yeah. Eager fans of the show lined up down the block in Manhattan to get a seat for Colbert's big return. Very excited. Very excited. Very excited. Very excited. I'm super excited. Ooh. I've been a fan of him for a long time. Jimmy Fallon jokes he was gone so long he grew a long white beard. Oh man, I gotta shave. He announced his first guest through song. Matthew McConaughey is our first guest. A dress down Jimmy Kimmel announced his first guest as Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's promoting his new book, which is not considered a violation of the actor strike. John Oliver returned last night with congratulations <laughs> for the writers and terse words for the studios. Well, I'm happy that they eventually got a fair deal and immensely proud of what our union accomplished. I'm also furious that it took the studios 148 days to achieve a deal that they could have offered on day one. Bill Maher started the rush to return, airing Friday night. It's great to be back. First of all, I want to thank everybody who made this possible. I'm talking about my brilliant staff, writers and non-writers, who scrambled the jets so we could be on in two days. Missing from the return of late night TV will be most of Hollywood striking actors who are not permitted to promote film or TV projects. In a major development, actors and studios are meeting today for the first time in two and a half months. Could today's talks signal a quick end to the strike? I think people who are looking for a quick end to the actors strike might want to step back a little bit. This is the first time they've sat down with the studios and streamers, especially the CEOs in over 80 days. They have a lot to talk about. But at least these guys are back. That's crazy. You know what I was just thinking about? So a lot of these actors and actresses, because if they're striking, they can't go on and, and like promote any of their projects, such as, uh... wow. Except for uh, Schwarzenegger. He wrote a book, which I can't wait to not read that. Yes, I, I did. A book, yeah, I wrote a book. It's very good. You, you, listen, you need to go check it out because I, I'm telling you, uh, you know, it's it's a very comfortable read. Is what I like to call it. And uh, you know, it, it, I have a, one chapter about my maid in the book. Uh, you, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> uh, you know, I have to say, uh, chapter she, two she, is called "Get to the Chopper." Yeah, um, you know, I have to say, Boogie, she didn't give me uh, AIDS. Uh, so, uh, these syphilis and these herpes that you talk about, you, you know, these these guys that get the herpes, yeah, I feel like yeah, they're just weak, yeah, yeah. man. You know, if you get herpes, you're weak. You, you know, you just you, you don't have enough iron in your system or any of the, uh, the, the, good, <laughs> st the good stuff that you need to kind of keep you plenty full. You know, even like George drinks the Aquavite kombucha. I, I'm sure that gives him so much of those antioxidants that even if he dipped his his uh, his penis inside of a a herpes filled uh, cum snatch, he probably wouldn't even get it because he's got so much probiotics in him. Oh well, thank you, Mister Schwartz. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm perplexed about this whole thing. You know, you would think all these actors would want to go back to work now, or they're just they have so much money they really don't care. Like, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, let's think about it. They took two and a half months longer than the writers did to be like, you know what, fuck it, let's go on strike two. I don't feel like writing. I'm already yeah. rich. You're gonna make me do some real work? Nah, fuck you. I'm striking too. Why not? When I come back, I'll make some commercials for Haynes. I'll make that Why easy not? Cage. Fuck this shit. Okay, they're going to just pay me to sit on my ass for a couple months? Well, I'll do well, that. Imagine the next Haynes commercial. It's going to be to have Brad Pitt. 
Hey, <laughs> yeah. You like Hanes? You like Hanes? I do too. Not only wearing the underwear. <laughs> See this bulge in my pants? That's a Hanes sock. <laughs> That's right. Angelina figured it out. That's why we're divorced. Anyway. I just, I don't understand it. I mean, that's kind of one of those things where you're like, oh, well, all right. I, I want I want things to go back to normal because I want new stuff to come out on TV, but I'm also not like, you know, mm. sit here. And it, it, that's Stephen Colbert, dude. Don't even get me started on him, please. I, I just don't see We've what fucking. Started. Yeah, I just where don't see it? what, I don't see what people <laughs> see in him. You know, I saw this, speaking of uh, comics, dude, you're going to like this one. This is a John Jim Brewer. Is the per- it's John Stewart's fault. Stephen. It's, Kilmer, it's, it's, it's John's. It's yeah. Well, okay, okay. So the whole Daily Show. Yeah. Well, so let me yeah. hold on. So when when John Stewart was doing the Daily Show, wasn't Stephen Colbert was like his co-anchor or something like that, right? Yeah, he he started out as doing spots, then became a co-anchor, and then took over. And John Stewart was like, I can't deal with this bullshit. John. Yeah. I don't even know that dude's still alive, is he? John Stewart? Yeah, of course he's alive. He's alive. I never actually really dude, listen, I I I don't dis I nothing. I liked John Stewart when he was doing the daily show, like the early days, like 97, 98, 99. Those were funny. And then all of a sudden, like when it was funny. Right. And it just he had a good dry wit humor to him. He was almost like, Do you ever watch that show, uh, The Soup? Talk Soup? Remember how great that show was? Oh yeah. Talk Soup. Wasn't that on E? It was on E talks and it used to always come on yeah. before Howard Stern at night. I remember watching John Henson was the guy that used to fucking host the show. And then the, um, the dude from community was on after him who he was just as good. I liked him too. Who knows where he is now? You don't even hear from him, but I love talk soup. And you know why? Because I used to love watching those talk shows and it was just literally a whole mashup of like the craziest moments from Jerry, Sally, uh, Montel, you know, <laughs> what a great concept for a show. Oh, yeah, my God. The, the first, I mean, that's when the internet really took storm, and then you got shows like Ridiculousness. Like, instead of pulling stupid videos that people post on the internet, you posted stupid shit people did on That was like the original, yeah. They just would take the daily from, from the daily shows. And you know what's funny is, like, you know, imagine if that was a podcast today. Like, if Talk Soup was a podcast, you'd have to imagine in your own mind what's actually going on, but you can still... The audio clips are great. Like, you know, people yelling at each other and saying, fuck you, and they were great. They did a great job with that show. I love Talk Soup. The guy, John Henson, he had, remember he had the little white patch on the side of his head? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had the white patch for it. <laughs> I love this, dude. I heard this today, and Boogie, you're going to get a kick out of this, too. Jim Brewer. I love Jim Brewer. He's a good comedian. Um, why is kids don't have phones? Another thing, I was kind of walking around today (laughs) and the reason why i found this i was walking around today and i was looking inside like where we have like a glass partition that has like where our service customers wait and shit there's like three that looked like three-year-olds that were using like ipads like uh, they had like an ipad pro like a thousand dollar ipad you know i was eating dirt learning how to tie my shoes when i was three years old no these kids have these kids have iPads. I mean, listen, these these iPads these kids have. I mean, they could take over the world with these fucking things. A couple <laughs> swift, you know, clicks on the on the fucking screen. I'm like, whoa. So I love this. This is Jim Brewer's excuse why his kids don't have phones. And everybody's different, I guess. I don't know. Here, take a listen. I have to grow up. I have uh, I have three kids. And yeah, yeah, right. I like your attitude, brother. <laughs> you would think. 
that I'd be pretty open-minded with my kid. I'm very strict. My daughter's 13, still no phone. No phone. No. 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 And I don't negotiate. Why can't Because no. Give me a good reason. No and no. And they'll try everything with you. Well, you know, everybody in like America is 13 has a phone, Dad. Well, you don't. You're special. Be different. How exciting. Want to be a cow like the rest of them? No. And this is, I get more grief from parents than actually, parents would come up to you like, you know, is that true about your daughter and not having a phone? 13? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. My child came out of the womb, gave her an iPad, right? I mean, it's, it's socialism, pal. You got it. It's, it's where they live. All right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What happens? All right, what happens if your daughter is dropped off at the bus stop early? I go, that's a great question. And she walks 50 feet to the house. Like, where's your kid getting dropped off? Is that a dilemma in America? They're dropping us off in Iowa by accident? Like, there's kids walking around a corn store. I can't believe it. We're stuck in Iowa again. If I only had a phone, it's... Diane, I can't see you. It's a stupid bus. I don't have a phone either. Like, what are you talking about? This is the other one I got. This guy's like, excuse me. All right. Let me ask you this, okay? Does your child play sports? Yeah, she, she plays, yeah, sports. Okay. Huh. What happens if your child goes to sports practice and it's done early, huh? What happens then? I go, where are you, dro where are you dropping your kids off? What are they stuck in a gymnasium for like a week on? They left me here! I'm all alone and I can't get out! I can't believe this is happening! Like. How can you not know your coach? How can you not know some other teammates and have contacts? Like, <laughs> what are you just showing up behind like a shopping mall where the Mexicans play soccer? <laughs> you know that one field in your town where you're like, oh, that's where the Mexicans play soccer. <laughs> and, they, and they're into it, they're fantastic. <laughs> You know, and you're go, yeah. Good. And, and you show up going, hey, uh, amigos, um, my daughter wants to play. She's really good on defense, so we don't have a phone, so I'll come back in like 45 minutes. Have fun with the amigos, will you, hon? Amigos. How about this one? You ever get this? All right. Your daughter doesn't have a phone. What if, what if there's an emergency in school? <laughs> all right, let's, let's say that. All right, let's say the kid is on the floor. She's foaming at the mouth. Something happened. Maybe, I don't know, she had the wrong food. She's, and then everyone's gathering around her like, oh my God, it's a little girl. She's like, what's your name? <laughs> Gabrielle, Gabrielle. Okay, well. There's nothing we can do for her. 
Because she doesn't have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> so true god you know you're absolutely right it's oh what if practice ends early guess what you sit your ass there until i come pick you up i told you this so many and times if- like my yeah i've, I've gotten like I, my parents would drop me off at practice and they're like oh we're going out to dinner like oh okay they're out for like three four hours i'm they're like oh i get to the practice oh by the way practice canceled today i'm fucking 15 miles away from my oh. house there's no uber back then there wasn't a i didn't drive a bike no <laughs> what do i do guess what you know, you didn't have a phone, and okay, somebody said that. What did they do? They would call your parents or say, "Well, I got some extra work to do. Go ahead and play in the gymnasium. I'll come check up on you every half hour or so." Yeah, the what- gr- you know, the girls' volley, the girls' volleyball team used to be practicing. I'd go over there. I'm like, "Hey, can I hang out? Oh, yeah, I, I, I gotta, like I, so much. I'll be here, I'll be here for three hours. I'm gonna watch camel toes for the next three hours." <laughs> <laughs> While you're uncomfortably staring at the only man on the bleachers, yeah. don't want to get up and like, uh, coach. hey, good job. Oh shit, did I really just get up right now? Fuck. Back <laughs> oh in. damn it! That girl Lindsay looks really out in the, yeah, she looks really good out in the yard. Camel- isn't the only one in the- <laughs> camel toe shorts? <laughs> Boogie, listen, Boogie, this is crazy. BP just sent me this news story. This is pretty fucking funny, dude. This Detroit man steals 800 gallons of gas using a Bluetooth hack. What? In Detroit, Michigan. Nice. Let's go. Let's hear this one. Fox News, Jessica. Of course, it's in Detroit. Live in Detroit with more <laughs> on how the scheme works. And it seems like there's always a loophole, Jessica. Always and these scammers, they're just they're one step ahead of everybody in this situation. What they're doing is they're basically overriding the gas pump. They're using their cell phones, specifically the Bluetooth component to gain control. Once they do gain control, they can pump as much gas as they want for free. Cool. We should go back to like a dollar right now. Me too. <laughs> it's almost four dollars. Paying at the pump is for chumps when you can get gas for free. <laughs> I mean, I get why people are doing it, but it's still not. Playing with the pumps is for chumps. Whoever, whoever wrote you gas for free. Yeah, hey, listen, man. Playing for the pumps is for chumps. Wait, just get this Bluetooth tag. You can be pumping one ninety nine until nineteen ninety nine and twenty nine thousand million years. Cool. I want to do that. There's a <laughs> all right, it's still not right. And illegal didn't stop a Detroit man from stealing almost 800 gallons of gas right here at this Shell station at Eight Mile in Wyoming. They just open a pump for them automatically, and then cars just keep coming up and up and fill up. Yeah, they just meet up with them and tell them come over here. That's Mo on the phone. Awesome. He owns this very busy gas station. When he says open the pump, the thief overrides the system, basically hacking in using a Bluetooth connection from his phone as a kind of remote then it's a free-for-all how many gallons have they gotten from you guys from us around 800 gallons just shy of three thousand dollars when the clerks inside try to stop it they can't and every time we put like pump three stop it wasn't doing anything we have to <laughs> shut off the whole pumps we got a emergency stops. This happens to be a Detroit police patrolled Project Greenlight gas station. With that comes surveillance video of a suspect who investigators are actively looking for. But it's not just one guy, and this maneuver is not new, just resurfacing, like at this speedway station downriver in. 
you know what I love is it's so like James Bondish. It's like uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like that's what's cool about it. It's like you're using technology. Hack the planet. <laughs> Three thousand. Holy shit! Three thousand dollars. So that's eight hundred gallons. Eight hundred gallons. Three thousand dollars. Wow, that's fucking yeah. Insane. Eight times four, thirty-two hundred bucks. I mean, I don't know what the gas price. Are. Regular around here is right around. It bounces between three dollars and sixty cents and three dollars and ninety cents. That's what it, that's what it is so, around yeah. here. About three sixty to three seventy. Well, you know what it is. It's weird. Is um, <laughs> I love that dude because it, you know this guy could just be like, all right, I'm gonna let all my friends free you know fill it for free. Just boom, hit a button on your fucking. Yeah. How do you how do you do that? Like, how the fuck do you hack a fucking? They're not gonna tell us. I can tell you that. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. Free guys, ready? I want to figure it out. Use that promo code at the pump, Joe A. Show. <laughs> Check out get, get, get unlimited <laughs> gas. <laughs> get unlimited gas until uh, they they find out who we are. <laughs> wow, this guy Joe. Right, but they really still nice. don't know that they're looking for him. It's yeah, an but easy you know thing what? to do. Shut that app off, throw away your fucking phone, get a new IP address, and start all over. Here's the thing though. It's it's a Detroit <laughs> you know, Detroit police. Yeah. They have a they have a lot fucking worse on their hands right now. They're Double remember. murders and homicides. <laughs> I think we the got last fifty thousand dollar hit on Johnny or three thousand yeah. dollars worth of gas on point yeah on Poindexter sitting in the woods hitting a fucking button so that people can get free gas. You know. <laughs> but think, I think about 800 gallons my tank is 22 gallons so that's five that's 40 tanks of gas like if i was just doing it myself 35 tanks of gas that's like a fucking year bro that's a lot of gas dude i yeah. mean listen i have a lot of gas after i eat popeyes before the show sometimes but i mean yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> I, I can destroy the ozone layer <laughs> you know they try not all right to. Thanks for global warming, asshole. <laughs> you and India. It's Joe Antonio and India with their curry. Yep. I'm still sticking behind that. <laughs> Let me see what I got here, guys. We're just hitting up on the... Uh... Oh, man. I can't believe it's already fucking... About oh, well, to go, man. Well, yeah, well, we got to go. Yeah, we, we have just enough time to go. You know, obviously, with Podbean's new limits, we have right up until that goddamn... Uh, that last money marker. Bing, 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 bing. Two uh two two hours long. But guys, listen, thank you so much. Joe Antonio show. Uh Boogie Nights, you're the man. BP. Love you all. Thank you're the man. Have a great night. BP, love your tits. <laughs> love your tits. He loves yeah, your tits. <laughs> Joey, you if you had a pair, you know, I might love yeah. them too. Mine are disappearing. I've been working out. So I won't I don't have any tits no more. No, uh, no more tits. Work yeah. out. <laughs> fucking gerbil. Yeah. All right. Whoa, whoa, Good tune, Boogie. Yeah, you uh, you requested this one to close out the show tonight. Out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want uh, some of you ladies out there to take me home, but after hearing about the herpes, I don't see it happening. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe you should stay home yourself. Yeah. Guys, Joe Antonio oh, Show will be back on Wednesday. Yes, Preparation H. Guys, Joe Antonio Show. Me and Boogie Nights, BP, we're out. We'll see you guys Wednesday. Have a great night, man. Be safe and vigilant. Love yourselves above all. Uh, don't get helicopter and fired. Show up on time.
comments throughout the show so mm-hmm. first question game day rituals jinxes you avoid i'm curious to hear some answers to this one hey good, good morning, morning guys hey this is rusty uh, i want to talk about traditions and uh i'm a softball pitcher and uh you know how the guys hop over the hello oh yeah wait hold up I'm, I'm sorry i'm getting a call on the other line i gotta go all right uh so huh. um okay Rituals, keep those coming. Any questions that you have? All right. I'm staring at the switchboard. Do we roll the dice here? Did you get everything taken care of, Rusty? I did. I'm sorry. That was my wife. What I wanted to talk about is my rituals. I'm a softball pitcher, and you know how... Milkman here! Oh, man. I'm so sorry, guys. Somebody's at the door. I'll I'll call you right back. Take take two. (sighs) Oof. Boy. That's a problem. New phone, who dis? What do you know? Back to my point. So what I do, rather than just, I, I kind of have this hop that I do. So what are your rituals? I'm sorry, smoke alarm's going. Gosh dang it, I got a roast in the oven. I'll be right back. Uh, no, not happening. We're going to commercials, so Rusty, now we got other stuff to do. we got to let other folks come in on the show. So uh, let us know what you're thinking on your Wednesday. So and angry. There's a there's somebody on hold. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the point I was Every trying to make as far as my ritual. All right, what's going on in your brain when it comes to rituals? And what are they? 
Oh, man. I'm so sorry, guys. There's a huge, giant lizard right outside my door. I got to go hide in the basement. I'll call you right back. Man. Rusty. Wow. Word to the wise. Rusty, send in your thoughts on Twitter. Rusty will be dropped forever. I can guarantee you that. And oh, uh, the first chance, and the first chance we get, I, I think that we should drop by Rusty's work and, and do the same thing. Just to, you know, just as, just as a, a quid pro quo.